Wonderful. Okay, I'm getting a thumbs up, so I'm taking it there, there. So we are joined by the wonders of modern technology this morning by all of our other sites. So uh, it's always bad to make a list because you'll inevitably forget someone, but let's give it a go anyway. Uh, Merns, Stony, West, North, Cafe Church, Ellen, Inverurie, and I believe even Aberdeen Hospital this morning. And so uh, it's great to see you. Hello, we should give you a cheer or a wave or something like that. Today is Vision Sunday, which is an important moment in the calendar of our church. And um, you maybe know that we were going to do this two weeks ago, and then we heard some really sad news, and so that was inappropriate to do it then. So why is it appropriate to do it now? Uh, I've just been really seeking the Lord about that. And, and I don't know about you, but I feel like I've learned a whole lot over the last few weeks about the mystery of God. You know, that the, we, ultimately, we think we know how things are going to work out, or we think we know what God's doing, and then we discover that we really don't. But there's a maturity that comes, I think, as we just embrace the mystery of life and the mystery of the ways of God. We've talked a lot over the years about the now and the not yet of the kingdom. You know, that, that God uh, turns up in power and does all kinds of amazing things, and his kingdom is here now, and at other times, his kingdom is not yet fully here. And, and I think what I've realized over the last few weeks is that actually I've been slightly wrong. It's not that his kingdom is either here now or not yet here. It's more like his kingdom is here now and not yet fully here. That, that God is doing amazing things, beautiful things, stunning things, and sometimes not the one thing that we really wish that he would do. And um, how do we live in that context? How do we live when we're like seeing God do amazing things and also uh, not everything that we wish for? Uh, I've just been really struck by a, just a short verse in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, which says this, Rejoice always, always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And so today we're going to have Vision Sunday and we're going to rejoice and we're going to give thanks because that is the right response to everything that God has done. And so I'm going to share a whole bunch of things this morning and by the end hopefully you will uh, agree with me that it is stunning what God's been doing. And so at every moment where it feels appropriate to whoop or holler or, yeah, there you go, or, or, um, or clap really loudly. Let's just, let's give it some welly this morning because God is so faithful to us. I'm just going to read a little bit from 1 Peter. So 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 4, just to bring some context to what we're going to do this morning. 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 4 says this, as you come to him, the living stone, rejected by humans, but chosen by God and precious to him, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. And then we'll just flip forward to verse 9. It says this, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are a people, the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. 
I don't know how long you've been a Christian for. Uh, I don't want to think about how long I've been a Christian for. But, but I suppose for all of us, it's normal that our feelings towards the local church kind of come and go. Right? So, so sometimes we are so thrilled. I'm sure that's all of us here today. We are so thrilled and excited by what God's doing in the life of our church. We're delighted. We're, um, our hearts are burning with uh, thankfulness for what God's doing. And maybe other times we feel slightly less excited about what God is doing in our church. However, regardless of how we might feel towards the church, Jesus' love never changes. His love is undiminished and, un, uh, hang on, I've got another word there, undimmed and undiminished for his church. There's never a moment, even for a second, where Jesus just doesn't just adore the church. And that's really my first point. Jesus adores the church. He loves this church. Jesus loves this church. Point number two. Not only is Jesus never indifferent towards his church, but he's never inactive within it. Verse 4, as you come to him, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house, a holy temple, in which God lives by his spirit. Turn to the person next to you and say, you're a living stone. There you go, you're a living stone. I know how you love these turn to your neighbour moments, especially you introverts. Jesus is building his church. Jesus has been building his church over the last year. And so what we're doing today isn't a kind of self-congratulatory, narcissistic moment of pride for us as a church. This is a moment for humility, for reverence, for worship, for wonder, to say Jesus is building his church. And everything that he's done, which is amazing, he's done it with us, which is even more amazing. And so it's a moment and an opportunity for worship. Okay, so this is where things get a bit dangerous because I'm going to rattle through a whole bunch of things that God's been doing. And I'm going to mention masses and masses of areas of ministry in the life of our church. And inevitably, I won't mention the one thing that your heart is just so thrilled and excited for. So I'm so sorry if we don't mention your thing. That's not because we don't love it or whatever. It's just that time is really, really short. So first of all, the Alpha Course. Oh, there you go. Which is a short course designed to help people to explore what being a Christian is about. Every site has been running the Alpha course. And over the last year, 56 people have been on team helping to facilitate the Alpha course. We've run 14 different Alpha courses through which 88 people, including children, have been able to investigate what being a Christian is all about. And one guest said this. I've been thinking about it. And there's lots to say about Alpha my one line is simple though, it allowed me to come home. Another guest wrote this. I knew I was going to cry. <laughs> what was that? One page down, 17 pages to go. I think I'm joking. I'd always felt, someone said this, I'd always felt like something was missing and at the away day I opened my heart to God. It has really changed my life. In the West site, one of the team members wrote this. On the course, we had a total of five guests, two of which were new Christians and three who were not. By the end of the course, the remaining three had come to faith in Jesus. And it was an emotional time for me reading the feedback forms at the end of the course and seeing that they had all ticked the box marked Christian. I cried a lot on my drive home that evening and praised God for everything that he'd done in the lives of our guests. Amazing, eh? Yeah, come on, we can cut that. 
mainly music, which is a kind of a parent and toddler group with um, Jesus right at the heart of it that runs in most of our sites, is just exploding with life. And so, for example, in the Ellen site, they've been running it for a few years, but they've now connected with more than 100 families in the local area. And it's going so well, exploding so much, that they've just started a second session of mainly music during the week to cater for all the people who are coming. Over the summer, we dramatically overhauled our small group system and we launched connect groups which yeah okay which might have seemed like a, you know like what's the big deal but actually it's amazing that the the kind of new life that's come into that model and so we now have connect groups that are running uh, a great british bake-off group a craft groups a pub club uh, all kinds of courses like the marriage course, the parenting course, alpha course. There's a group of people who've been specifically looking at the Gospel of Luke. There's another group who've been doing a Bible overview. And as a result of that kind of fresh energy that's gone into that uh, connect group thing, there are now more than 600 adult members of our connect groups, which is an increase of more than 50% on where we were this time last year. So it's absolutely phenomenal. We have um, 62 groups now led by 103 leaders and one elderly gentleman said this he said i found so many friends in this group and i feel so supported and i can't believe it's taken me 81 years to find it it's good isn't it our family life ministry has encouraged and equipped over 55 families through parenting courses marriage preparation marriage courses relationship counseling there's one couple in stonehaven who were so impacted by the course materials that they decided they just talked about it to everyone that they met and as a result they ended up running marriage preparation courses for three couples who just happen not christians but happen to be in their lives and excited about that and so they, they got married this year and they've already got one couple lined up for next year the radical families network which is undergoing a rebrand at the moment to be called the catalyst fostering and adoption network which aims to serve our fostering and adopting families um, is now 45 members strong and here's an amazing statistic there are now 17 families who are currently fostering adopting providing kinship care or respite care for children we should give them a massive cheer amazing so amazing the kids ministry as always is exploding with life and during the easter holidays they ran easter egg hunts in all the different sites and over the course of all of those 1525 children and their families came uh, most of whom were a bit sick after eating all of the uh, eating so much chocolate in the october holidays many of the sites ran holiday clubs and during those holiday clubs 267 kids came and more than 300 adults and younger siblings came too so that's nearly 600 people welcomed into different environments over the october holidays and 99 children gave their lives to jesus during that time which is amazing and so if you if you serve our children or have served our children over the last year as a parent i just want to say on behalf of all the other parents you are off the charts brilliant and we love what you do thank you so much catalyst youth is also pumping and every week there are more than 50 teenagers meeting in local expressions of the youth uh, ministry and then once a month they all come together here and that is slightly chaotic but brilliant and over the summer they took a, a whole co coach load of people to soul survivor and then a few weeks ago they organized a weekend 
away together in Perthshire, uh, and they opened it up to all the other Scottish vineyard churches too, and so it was a mixture of people from all the different churches. Amazing sense of God's presence, young people finding all kinds of freedom and hope uh, during that time. And I, I've heard a different number nearly every time I've heard it talked about, but let's say nine young people became Christians during the course of that weekend too, which is amazing. Yes, it's amazing, yeah. <laughs> The Leadership Academy, which is just a simply stunning course for people who are pursuing some kind of a call to leadership, either church planting or high-level leadership in other environments, has uh, uh, now been undertaken by 25 students, the latest year of which are all absolutely brilliant. And one person now has joined from outside of our church, coming from another church to be part of it. And we think that's just the beginning of something really, really exciting for those people and for this course. Um, across the sites, there are now four, don't worry if you zone out occasionally by this, it's more like a wave that's hitting you of just amazingness, but uh, across the sites, there are now four different community drop-ins, two in Aberdeen, one in Lawrence Kirk, and one in Ellen. And during the last year, they've welcomed 177 individual guests to come and enjoy community and receive practical help of various kinds. One guest said this, it's brilliant to get out of the house, to have somewhere you can go where there's familiar faces and you feel welcomed and loved. Every week at our, all of our services, we have our storehouse bins and you've brought non-perishable food items and toiletries and all those things. Across the sites, we've given 2,107 food parcels, which is more than 10 tons worth of food and uh, toiletries. And li listen to this. To, to, 329 specific individuals who really needed it. And just by way of illustration, the storehouse in Mearns in Lawrence Kirk, shout out to the Mearns Massive if you're, hopefully you're joining us. Um, uh, they've helped 35 different individuals, 16 of which have been referred by social services. On Monday nights, Lifestyle happens here. It's a gateway worship service for people struggling with all kinds of really significant life challenges and they have a meal together and then they worship and have teaching prayer ministry over the course of the year 2957 hot meals were consumed and uh, that's 362 different individuals have been through the doors during that time everyone in our church should visit lifestyle at least once because it is just an, an amazing awesome service uh, Integrate runs a community chaplaincy project which provides support for people as they come out of prison to try to help them break the cycle of crime and punishment which has often been a major feature of their adult lives. Um, during the year, 40 people were seen on a one-to-one -one basis for chaplaincy support in the prison and 45 were uh, met at the gate as it were and supported in their, uh, you know, making their different life choices outside of prison. We also run a restorative justice project called the Sycamore Tree Course, which helps people in prison to think through the implications of their crimes and the impact of their crimes on other people. And throughout the year, 40 different individuals have been through that course at HMP Grampian. One of them wrote this, I have gained a totally different perspective on things. It's made me talk more to my children about how being in jail has affected them. Somebody else said, Writing the letter at the end of the course sharpened my understanding of how I feel now and how I want to move on with my life. 
It's just such a brilliant, it's quite a simple thing, but such a powerful course. During the year, we ran five cat money courses. I say we, I don't mean, I mean, obviously I, I didn't, but uh, I know somebody who did. Uh, helping people to manage their finances in a more deliberate way. Somebody said this, taking the course helped us both to see how plans to clear our debts could be managed. It's resulted in us being able to buy our first home together. We would recommend it to anyone. Somebody else said, little things like needing to buy new shoes for the kids have been possible, have become possible and less stressful because now we have money in various budgets. Brilliant. Tracy Davidson runs our CAP Debt Advice Centre, helping people who have sometimes quite significant levels of debt gradually work their way free from debt. She and her team have helped 31 people this year, 21 of whom were brand new clients. And the total number of people who've been helped to become completely debt free now stands at 12 which is amazing. <laughs> and again, one of her clients wrote this, we've been following the budget and it's three weeks since payday and we still have money in the bank. That has never happened before, which is just awesome. We also run a parish nursing project, which is, uh, happens during lifestyle and also during the drop-ins, where Katie Martin, who is a nurse, comes and just helps people who maybe wouldn't normally engage with uh, statutory health services and among other things she ran blood pressure clinics which identified at least one person with dangerously high blood pressure who wouldn't have known and wouldn't have been treated if she hadn't been there. During the year we sent out uh, teams to four of our different mission partners, so uh, visiting New Life Homes in Kenya, our friends the Matthews and the Fonsecas in Sri Lanka, the work of Tumeni in Tanzania, and the work amongst children in Albania. And in fact, we just heard um, a few weeks ago that Tony and Liz were able to go back to Albania to celebrate 25 years since they started their um, work there amongst the children in Albania and they were invited to go to the presidential palace and whilst they were there uh, the ministry received the medal of honor in the order of Mother Teresa from the president of Albania and so we just want to honor you <laughs> what an amazing legacy absolutely brilliant and Tony was saying it was just so bizarre just being in this place, which has just been a place of such darkness for so long, and being able to just be there to celebrate, you know, a work that was initiated by the Lord Jesus in that place. It's amazing. In March, we commissioned Chris and Libby Grange to launch our newest site in Bridge of Don. And uh, remember, they're kind of pioneering a new model, pioneering a new model, which is based on starting small and doing all kinds of community things and gradually building up until it looks like one of our other sites. And I'll tell you what, they've been at it. And so they said this, we've washed cars, provided tea and coffee to dog walkers, painted kids' faces, served the local community centre gala and offered to pray for people in Tesco. We're gearing up for a new youth space hangout once a month in partnership with the community centre, which we're really excited about. And the one stumbling block that they've been facing is just trying to find a venue for Sundays. And so we would love it if we could just call the entire church to pray. It feels like so many doors have just been closed that they've been looking for somewhere to meet. And we can't really do church without a place to meet there. And so we'd really, really love you to be praying about that. Since this time last year, we have commissioned three new church plants in Stirling, in Inverclyde, uh, they're both absolutely flying, already gathering about 30 or 40 people 
each week. And then just a few weeks ago, East Kilbride Vineyard Church. And you might be interested to know at the big gathering, we took up an offering and we were able to write them a check or whatever the digital equivalent was for £10,976, which is awesome. They were so thrilled. We should give that a cheer and a clap. So Hannah, who leads the Sterling Vineyard plant, uh, she wrote an email recently and I was like, that is such a brilliant story. I'm telling the church that. So she, she, uh, their church plant had met this one guy who's a Muslim guy, student, been investigating what being a Christian would mean for him. He's been investigating the Christian faith for four years and just really counting the cost because he knew for him to become a Christian would mean perhaps being rejected by his family. And she wrote this. Um, it turns out he's been reading the Bible and researching Christianity for the last four years. At our last Sunday service, during the worship, he said he felt something. And then a night later, he had a dream about our church and saw a man dressed in white. He then got in touch to ask to meet for a chat where he basically decided to give his life to Jesus. What a privilege to lead him in a prayer. It was very emotional for him and for me. And then at our fireworks social this week, he asked me if he could get baptised. He suggested a date, and when I looked at my diary to check the date, I'd written question mark baptism on the exact same date after someone told me a while ago that I should in faith put a date in the diary for our first baptism. I can't believe the goodness of God. So exciting, praying this is the first of many here in Sterling. What a great story. Okay. I'm coming into land now, so if you're responsible for the worship at any of our sites, now is the moment to quietly appear in the background. No need to play any sort of emotional, you know, mood music, but if you could get into position, that'd be great. Um, okay, so where does that leave us? Well, during the last year across our church, you'll know, you know, every time we meet, we wave these count me in cards and we say, if this is your church now, you need to let us know. Well, we received 119 count me in cards across the church, which means that at least 136 adults and 58 children, so that's 194 people in total, have joined Catalyst Vineyard this year. And so if, they, if you're one of them, I can see some of them in our midst. Welcome. It's great to have you part of the family. So good. To be honest, it's almost impossible now yeah, um, to know exactly how many people are in our church because obviously some people move on and, and don't tell us and all of that kind of thing. But as far as we can tell, uh, our best guess is that at least 1,182 men, women and children are part of our church family. And um, when you think that also well over 200 people meet in one of the churches that we've planted every Sunday, that is a massive number of people. It's an astonishing number of people. However, saving the very best until last, and then we're going to worship Jesus because it's so brilliant. Do you know, at the heart of everything that we're doing is a desperation that as many people as possible would come to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. We're just desperate that as many people as possible uh, have the opportunity to accept or reject the good news of Jesus, and then as many as possible, we, we can meet them again in eternity. And of course, over the last few weeks, we've become very aware that eternity is a real place and where we want to see lots of people there. And uh, so 
this year we've added up all the number of people who we know of across all of our different environments and gatherings who've come to faith. And as far as we know, the number of men, women and children who've been born again in our family is 224, which is amazing, isn't it? 224. So the truth is, Jesus has been building his church with us as living stones, and it is absolutely marvellous in our eyes. So why don't we stand across all of our sights and we're just going to worship Jesus and thank him for what he's been doing.